This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with George Niang of the Utah Jazz. July 30th, George will be back in Ames to host his second annual golf outing, this time to benefit behavioral health services at Mary Greeley Medical Center. We'll tell you how you can get involved and mix in a basketball topic or two. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with George Niang. Well, George, on July 30th, you're going to have your second George Niang golf outing out at the Ames Golf and Country Club, and it's really going to be uh, for a good cause. Tell us a little bit about why you do this and what the cause is this year. When I first started uh, with the golf outing, I really just wanted to give back to the city of Ames because it gave so much to me and it meant so much to me while I was there. I never wanted to lose touch. So uh, last year was Habitat for Humanity, and we built a family in Ames, a house. And I think that spoke volumes to how generous the people of Ames are to come out and support my golf outing and support the charity of Habitat for Humanity. And this year, it's going to be uh, the mental health ward at uh, Mary Greeley Hospital. And I just think with, with everything that's going on with mental health and being aware and uh, different things like that. I think this is just a, a great opportunity for me to and and Lindsay Fenley to, to chime in and, and help out with what's going on in the world, especially in a, a great community, just like games. Is that the plan then? You'll probably do a different cause each year. Is that the, the idea? Yeah, I think going into it every year, we just want to try and do something new every year, just depending on what's relevant at the time and, and different things like that. We're just taking it one year at a time. There's no specific charity that we're donating towards every year. And that that might change year to year, or it might stay the same. We just kind of go with the flow on that. You mentioned that Lindsay Fenley is helping you out with this, and she also helps you with your camps. And she's a very passionate person about everything she does and very organized. It has to really help to have somebody like that hear names that can really... Uh, have some feet on the ground for you to help you run these things. Yeah, I don't think people understand how amazing she is. The ungodly hours that she puts in is is amazing. And the precision and detail that she does everything with is just second to none. And, And the crazy part is she's doing all this for me, and she has a job, a family. You know, I mean, she has things that she likes to do, but she always seems to put those things on hold to help me out to make this a really successful event. And... She's just amazing. Like, if, if we had two hours to, to talk, then I would uh, tell you how great she was. But she's so much help, and I, I can't thank her enough. I mentioned your camp. Do you have a lot of fun with that? I mean, I can imagine yourself thinking about yourself at that age and how much fun it was when you got to see a guy who was playing in the NBA or a guy you really admired in basketball in person. I know when I was a kid, those kind of things, man, that just, your eyes just lit up. So is it kind of fun to be on the other side of that and and see the looks on those kids' faces when you have camps? Oh, it's amazing. Being able to see someone in a place where, where you want to be or someone that you look up to up close and personal, I think that's the the coolest thing ever. And I just love being able to engage with the kids, have conversations with them, and and just teach the game. I think that's the biggest thing is seeing kids get better over a course of a summer or a year or from the first time I had camp with them. I think that's the, the greatest thing is just seeing their passion grow and them grow as a person, as a player. I think those are the coolest things. And when you get to see it up front where kids that have come to your camp consistently year after year, I think that's the the biggest prize as a 
as a person and a role model. I really love engaging with the kids. I really love being around them. Hands-on time with basketball to show them different things that I know and pass down my knowledge. I'm really excited for uh, July 31st this year. Hey, tell me about your golf game. Are you pretty good? <laughs> well, I, I've been working extremely hard this summer on my golf game, so nobody will laugh at me at my own golf on it. I'm all right. Uh, I, I try to shoot a, shoot below 100, but uh, that, that fails me uh, every time. But uh, I, I think my driving game is solid. It's just my, my short game. i got to have a little more patience. Uh, you could have uh, Eric Heff teach you a thing or two about the short game. Uh, that sounds a lot like my game. So we're gonna be we're gonna be having some fun out there at the end of July. It's gonna be awesome. George, tell me yeah. a little bit about your your season last year. You know, going back and forth between the the G League and the NBA. How much did you learn from from last season? Oh, I think last season was the biggest season of my career. The jump from college to the NBA is really a, a big jump. And uh, my first year in Indiana. I didn't play much. I didn't play much down in the, the D League. This past year, I spent the majority of the year playing. And I think just being down in the G League, being able to play with the NBA line, adapting to the rules. I had a whole year. I played 41 games down there, 42. And I, I really just got a chance to you know, spread my wings and, and adjust to how the game is down there. And it really helped me tremendously whenever I was up with the Jazz practicing and just being aware of different coverages and, and different things like that. I'm just so thankful to be part of an organization like the Jazz where they treat everybody with respect and really value things that I do. Yeah, I saw a great quote from Clint Snyder in an article about you, and he said, I'm just going to read this quote, he said, I think his spirit's been important to the group. Some of the guys have even talked about that, particularly when we're going through a really rough stretch, but he's always unbelievably supportive of his teammates. The passion he has for the game shows itself, whether he's playing or not. He's one of the last guys to leave the gym. You see him on off days. Everything about his approach we like. I mean, when you're hearing that from the head coach of the Utah Jazz and, and a guy that I know you really respect in Quinn Snyder, that has to make you feel really good. Yeah, Quinn Snyder's a, an amazing coach and an even better person. And for him to say something like that obviously means so much to me. And I think the thing that Helps me with that is Quinn constantly stresses about being a professional day in and day out. I think that really hit home with me. Cheering on your teammates, being a good teammate, that's all about being professional. At this point, obviously you get paid to play this game, but everything isn't about you. You can't forget the aspect of being a good teammate, cheering someone on, and still working on your craft when it's time to better yourself. But always being there for your teammates. I think that's a, a huge misconception as people just see these superstars and expect they're all in it for themselves. And that's the only thing that's important. And you see teams that win are guys that are happy for everybody on the court. Like the, the Warriors are constantly cheering each other on and different things like that. And all successful teams seem to have a, a good bench group a good group of guys that love playing with each other and love seeing each other achieve greatness. The Jazz just reinvested in you this week. How excited are you about that? And just tell me a little bit about the, the mindset of, of keeping yourself ready because it's so different than what you went through in you know, prep school or at Iowa State. Or, you know, it's such a different world that you just described to be supportive of your teammates, but at the same time, mentally be preparing yourself so that when that opportunity comes, you're ready to make the most of it. There's only uh, one way to look at it. You know, I don't know if you've, you've ever had a feeling where you're, you're just like anxious or paranoid or something's going to happen, and you always have to be on your toes and ready for it, whether it's getting your sleep at night, eating right, 
and you can never break that routine. So when you find a routine, whether that's getting in the gym before practice, lifting after practice, getting shots up after practice, I think you need to continue to follow that routine throughout the whole year just to give yourself the mental break for when you get put into the game, you're not nervous or scared because you're wondering, am I prepared for this? Where it's just you just step in and you're prepared because you've been doing this routine day in and day out, and you never want to break that routine. I think this year really showed me if you have a routine, you know, there's really nothing that, that can stop you. You're always going to be ready, and things are just going to come naturally. It's, it's like at the end of the day, it's, it's basketball. You've been practicing on it. You've been working on it. As long as you stick to that routine, things will work out. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, last year you got reunited with Naz, which was – an awesome thing to see that had to be a blast for you two guys to just be able to hang around each other like that and uh, help push each other uh, through last season. Yeah, man, I, I forgot. I thought I was at Iowa state again. It <laughs> felt great. It was a lot of fun. Obviously people know Naz is my best friend, a brother, just being able to go through the same grind and see his success with playing in the NBA and then us being on the NBA bench together. It was amazing. And it was so much fun, and I had a blast just being around him and going through the same things, whether it was practice, games. It just felt natural, and I, I felt like I got that year back, my senior year, where, where he had to sit out, and uh, we got to play a year together. Well, what's fun for us as Iowa State fans is seeing all you guys enjoying success. And I'm, I mean, I could go back a lot further, but just recent years, you know, you and Monte and Naz and Dooley and, and now Deontay and, and Matt's playing really well over in Spain. And, and it doesn't always happen right away. And really, all you guys are kind of following uh, along the same path of just continuing to work hard and, and wait for your opportunity and making the most of them when they come. But for Iowa State fans, I can speak for them. I know that we're all really excited for you guys. We love to continue to follow your careers, and it's it's just fun to see so many guys from those successful teams still playing basketball and, and playing basketball professionally. That's that's a cool thing for Iowa State. Yeah, I know. When you name off those guys, four of them have played in the NBA. So to think that I was on the court with three other guys at the same time that are at an NBA-caliber talent is is pretty amazing. And then obviously Deontay had a killer year in South Korea, and Matt had an amazing year in Spain. So if, if those guys wanted to come over to America and play, uh, I'm, I'm sure they could. Just to think that that much talent was in the barn at one time is, is pretty crazy. And uh, I'm just so excited for these guys and, and their future and what we have in store. But I think the biggest thing that kept us going was our competitive nature. And I'm just so happy and proud of of these guys and I'm glad that you can speak for Cyclone Nation and that they're just as proud as us because they put in so much time invested in us and and really accepted all of us coming from different backgrounds and I know that played a big role in our motivation to be good especially while we were at Iowa State. And you get back a lot which is awesome I know you were back just a couple weeks ago and you're going to be back again you're going to come back I think for the reunion which Coach Prome puts together each year and why is it so important to you to continue to come back and, and reinvest in Ames. Ames has done so much for me and put me in places I never could have imagined. You know, it's one thing to say that you're grateful and thankful and couldn't thank them enough. And I just want to show people that, show them that my time really means a lot to me and I want to give that back to them and, and just be present and just be around. And It brings back so many good memories going back there, so it's almost like a win-win. Giving back is something I love to do. And then being a name, it's something that 
is, is a place where I love to be. So it, it's a win-win for me. I know you're going to be around this year's team some when you come back. And, you know, they went through a, a rough season a year ago, not as much success as we've been accustomed to. But it sounds like from everything I'm hearing over there, there's a really good group of guys right now. The chemistry is really good so far. What would be your message to this year's team? I think the the message to this team would have to be put your head down and, and grind. I know last year was, was tough with injuries, suspensions, and different things like that, but don't uh, stop working. I think that's the biggest thing is if, if this group continues to work hard and, and push through and keep their head down, I think by the time they lift their head up, they'll be achieving success. I mean, obviously, when you go down their roster, they have a ton of talent. Those five freshmen coming in kind of remind me of how close they are when uh, when I was coming in as a freshman and we had five freshmen coming in. They probably have more talent than, than we do uh, all across the board, but I'm excited to see what they can do. Those guys seem like they're invested in making Iowa State a, a great place and a great basketball town again, and I'm just really excited to see uh, what's going to happen this year, but uh, if I could give them more messages, keep your head down and, and keep pushing. Don't let losing one game or a buzzer beater define what's going to happen the next three games. That's great advice. George, tell us how we can get involved in the golf outing. If somebody's out there listening to this right now and they, they'd like to come up and play, what do they need to do? You can register online, www.mgmc.org, and go to special events. Under there, it should be the George Niang golf outing and uh you can register online each person it's 250 dollars so foursome is a thousand dollars it's all going to mary greeley's behavioral health services check-in is at 9 30 july 30th shotgun start at 11 and then after we'll be having a, a social at uh 5 p.m following play where uh there'll be a silent auction there'll be items there's a camper being sent down to iowa city with four tickets to the Hawkeye uh, Cyclone game this football season. It's going to be a real cool event, and I can't wait. And uh, one last shout-out. I know Lindsey Fenley does a ton for me, but Betsy Waite also is a co-chair of, of this golf outing, and, and she's been awesome, too, and, and, I, and I can't thank her enough. Awesome, George. Really uh, wish you a lot of success with the outing, and obviously a lot of success with the coming season. Look forward to seeing you later on uh, in about a month or so here. Thanks so much, John. Really appreciate you having me.